Welcome to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm a wife, mom, and holistic wellness coach. I have a passion for helping women, particularly moms, prioritize themselves and their general well-being. Because when we take the time to take care of ourselves, everyone wins. My goal with this podcast is to finally help you figure out what works for you to support your overall well-being. And because health is so much more than the size of our body, no topic will be off limits. We're talking about relationships, mental health, even things like finances, because it all plays a role. Some opinions and research shared here might work for you, and some definitely won't. So I encourage you to stay curious, be open to experimenting a little, and take what serves you and leave what doesn't. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Finding Wellness Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm your host. And as always, thank you so much for being here. Um, Today's episode, I have tried to record it a couple of different times. Um, I've gone back and forth about whether or not to actually record it and put it out there. But um, this is something that I have shared with you all in the past. And I do have an update. So I think that it's only fair for those of you that have been following along that um, that I kind of share where I'm at in the process. So I mentioned back in like February, March timeframe that I met with my therapist and decided that um, I might consider, you know, weaning off of my medicine. And she recommended that I get my hormones tested first and things like that. Um, and I did, and my hormones are still a little off. Um, and I did a whole episode on that. I can link it in the show notes. Um, but I did meet with my primary care doctor and she agreed, you know, if it, if I felt like it was time to take this, um, tool out of my toolbox, she went ahead and she lowered the dose that I was on. Um, and basically said, take this dose, see how it feels. And then if you want to wean all the way off, um, you know, she gave me the, the instructions to titrate off. And just like in the past, there was no, um, you know, I want to see you back here in a couple months. There was no, give us a call. If you do decide to titrate all the way off, it was literally just, um, sounds good. Here's how you do it. See you later. And I will die on this hill. That is not okay. That is 100% not okay. Um, I personally have been burned by that in the past with a different primary care provider. Um, And I just, I wish there was more support around this. Um, You know, they can bill our insurance. Our insurance will pay for, you know, the extra visit. Um, I just feel like if someone is coming off of a mental health medication, they need eyes on them, right? Um, and so I took the lower dose for a couple of months and I did feel really good. Um, at the same time, coincidentally, this wasn't even a plan, but coincidentally, that's when I joined back at my gym, um, you know, things like that. So um, there was a lot happening. So I stayed on that lower dose for, you know, a couple of months just because I really wanted to be sure. Then I went ahead and titrated all the way off and 
it's been, you know, over a month now, maybe like closer to two or three months. And I started to notice my anxiety is present um, more than normal. And it's not, it's not overbearing, right? But it, it is around, which is funny because the medicine that I was on was actually an antidepressant, not an anti-anxiety medicine. So um, I'm, I know that the two are correlated. I know when I, like for me personally, my anxiety feeds my depression and vice versa. So it's a very quick spiral. Um, so I sent my therapist a message and I was like, Hey, um, not an emergency, but like, do you have time for me this week? Because like I said, I met with her in the beginning of the year with the understanding that if I came off my medicine, I would get back on her calendar and I hadn't yet done that. So I was like, you know, can I, can I see you? Um, and she did, she made room for me right away. Um, and I get in there and I share with her what's going on. And, you know, she, she reiterated the fact that, you know, I, I may need to go back on the medicine. Like, don't take that completely off the table, um, which I agreed. Like, this should remain a tool in my toolbox that I lean on should I need it. So maybe it's during certain times of year. Like I was mentioning, this transition back into school, like this fall transition always hits me really hard um, with, you know, especially with Timmy being so not so far away. I know that kids go to school like really far away from their parents. He's just a couple hours away. Um, but that's a transition, right? Um, this year, Nicholas is going into high school. So his whole schedule is totally different. That's a transition. Katie's still in middle school, but it's still a transition. Her, her soccer team is starting back up um, very regularly. So there's a lot that happens for me this time of year. And for whatever reason, it always hits me like a ton of bricks and I just don't handle it very well. Um, I do my best and I am getting better. So I, I share like everything that's, that's going on and the things that are making me anxious. And um, at the end of the session... Well, not at the end, but like to tie a bow on the gist of the session was that I need better boundaries and I need to stop trying to control everyone and everything. And I'm like, this is literally why I started seeing you damn near three years ago. How is it? Like, how is it possible that I'm still working on the same goddamn thing? Like, that's not, that cannot be correct, right? And I was telling Drew about it. Drew's my husband. He and I were chatting about it. And I was like, this is unreal. Like, I feel like I've grown so much and I do have boundaries and I have released control over what feels like everything. I feel like I don't try to control anything anymore compared to Megan in the past. And he was like, Megan, you have, you have grown, you have changed. I see it. You are a completely different person, but these things are so deeply rooted. Like it's okay to still have work to do. And I share this specifically because I feel like so often when we're faced with this part of us that 
just will not go away no matter how much we feel like we've worked, no matter how much we feel like we've grown and changed. There is still this part of us, like there's new levels, right? So it's not that we learn a lesson one time and now all of a sudden we're an expert and we never have to work at this thing again. That's just not how it is, you know? It's that we get to a new level and now we have to level up again. We don't have to. We have the choice to stay where we are. But for me, now I have to level up again. And I'm so grateful for that perspective because I talk about this all the time too, but like this shit is not linear, right? Progress is not a flat line. It is not a straight line from rock bottom to like the top of the mountain. Like there's ups and downs, right? And that is normal and that is okay. So I have homework from my therapist, which I'm working on and I'm meeting with her again, um, next week. So at the end of the session, she was like, so do you just want to like, give me a call whenever? And I was like, no, I want to get on your schedule now because I know myself and I know that if I don't have an appointment already, I will not make one until like well beyond when I should have. So if you don't mind, can I just get on your schedule now? And then, um, we'll reassess at that appointment if I, you know, need to continue to see you regularly or not. Um, so that's where I'm at. So as of right now, I still am not taking any medicine for my anxiety or depression. Um, I feel much better than I did a week ago when I met with her. Um, and the idea of taking medicine, whether it's, you know, just during certain seasons or whatever is not all the way off the table. Um, And I think that that's really important to also share because I share a lot about, you know, getting to the root cause and treating the whole person, right? And having lots of tools in your toolbox and not relying relying on just this one thing. Um, Because another problem that I think we have here in the United States, at least, is that we throw medicine at something and then we don't do any other work. We just expect for this medicine to fix our problem. Um, and that's also not the case in my opinion. Again, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice, but I truly believe deep down to my core that medicine has a time and a place and we should absolutely take it when, and if we need it. And if, um, you know, we work with our care team and decide that that's the best route, but also we need to be taking care of our emotional health, our physical health, our spiritual health, our relationships, um, our, our environment, our space, right? Like all of these things feed into the root cause of my main problem, right? Like I can't, for me personally, I learned that I can't just take a medicine every morning and be hundred percent. Okay. I had all of this other work to do in all of these other areas of my life. And I learned that through therapy and I know that not everybody has access to therapy. So please don't come at me. Um, But I'm fortunate enough that I was able to not only get in with a therapist when I need it, but I found one who I really, really connect with and appreciate. Um, And my insurance covers some of it. Like I still have a pretty hefty bill that I'm fortunately able to cover. But 
Um, I do have access to that. So if you have access, or even if it's a sacrifice for you, um, because I know that therapy can be expensive, even if even if your insurance does cover it, like in my case, um, like I mentioned, I still had a pretty hefty bill, especially when I was going, you know, four times a month because it was every week. Um, it was still after insurance, like a hundred dollars a session, which who can afford that? Um, I could have easily said at the time, we cannot afford this, but my husband and I agreed that we couldn't afford not to, right? Um, now I feel the same way about my gym membership. Is it expensive? Obviously gym memberships are expensive, but at this point in my life where I am right now and, and, and how not just the workout itself, but the community there are supporting me during this time in my life that I need it. I can't afford not to go. Um, and right now I'm injured, so I'm not going as much. And it is driving me crazy because I, if I don't go to a class in the morning, I'm not working out by myself first thing in the morning. And then I have such a hard time getting my day started. Um, but that's a conversation for another day. Today's conversation was more about, um, you know, giving you a quick update about my status with my medicine, um, which again, if you are taking medicine right now for your mental health, um, whether or not you want to be or not, um, I'm proud of you for reaching out and getting that support that you need. Um, if you are considering, you know, titrating off of your medicine, please work with a medical professional. Do not try and do this shit by yourself or unsupervised, um, you know, and, and lean on the other toolbox resources in your toolbox that you have. Um, but also understand that it's okay for whatever you're working on to be like a rocky road, right? And it's okay to be confronted with something that you thought you overcame. Like for me, it's this issue with control and boundaries. But for you, maybe it's something more like um, consistency at the gym or um, binge eating or overeating when you're, you know you're full, you know you're not hungry, right? These things that we think like, oh my God, I was doing so good. You know, I wasn't doing this thing anymore. Like what is wrong with me? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with you. This is the process, this is the journey, and you have two options. You can either sit in the shame and self-blame and think, why me, why do I suck, you know, and, and, and just accept that as your identity, as this person who is always gonna do this thing, or you can acknowledge how far you've come and you can say, okay, tomorrow's a new day, what can I do? And you can press forward and you can recognize that you might you know, slip again, um, you know, and fall back into this trap again. And that's okay because you're still going to be better off than you were five years ago, 10 years ago, two weeks ago, right? You just have to keep going and bring in support where you can, whether it's listening to podcasts or finding a coach or, uh, maybe your doctor can help you with whatever it is or a therapist, like I mentioned. Um, maybe you need to increase your self-care so that you have more space and more capacity for self-awareness and self-assessment, right? Um, all of these things. So I hope that if you are on 
a journey right now that feels frustrating. I hope that you find um, some comfort in this message, knowing that you're not alone, knowing that, you know, it's normal and that you will come out on the other side and you still have things to be proud of no matter what. Okay. So take some time, reflect back and, and try to acknowledge where you were versus where you are now. Um, and acknowledge that growth. Even if you need a magnifying glass to see it, there is still growth there. And, um, I hope you find, you know, some peace in, in acknowledging that. So that's all for today. And until next Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love connecting with you and hearing about what resonates with you. If you connected with something in this episode, do me a favor and screenshot it and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Megan E Wellness so we can chat about it. This helps me continue to create content that resonates with you and other women just like you. Until next time, stay curious.